0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on this morning. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening, you're joining uh, me and my good buddy, Justin Bursett in our weekly UConn football chat. Uh, lots to talk about this week, Justin. How you doing?
1: Uh, good, good. It's a little... Uh, rainy out in uh, in this part of Connecticut, but other than that, we're doing very well. Uh, very excited about this uh, game coming up this week back at the rent, so uh, I, I, I can't wait for it.
0: Absolutely. It's definitely uh, we got three home games coming in a row now, so I mean it's a much needed hopefully reset for the Huskies as we as we look to move forward here.
1: Yes, and if the Huskies ever needed a, a moment, ever needed a pivot uh, point, um, this is the time, being at home, this is the time that we turn around this season and we show fans and we show everybody, uh, UConn Nation and, and beyond, that we're, we're for real.
0: Absolutely agree. And <clears throat> Last season, we kind of looked at that, say the NC State game as the pivot point for our season. We headed into the Fresno State game and things flipped at that point. And, and I really think this week, as we play FIU, that it could be, it could be that point for us, with some of the changes that we're making, of course, at the quarterback position, and uh, just some different things schematically from the coaching perspective.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, you know the the change at quarterback is definitely going to change up the play calling. Um, you know, they, they, and like like we said before, the quarterbacks, you know, Joe and, and Taquan, um, they, they they both have their ups and downside, right? So uh, now, you know, and, and they all have their strengths and weaknesses, pretty much. And uh, I'm I'm thinking that now. Uh, the playbook's going to open up a little more. Uh, I know with Joe, I think it was called a little conservative, um, too conservative for my liking. And now with uh, with um, Roberson, he just gives us that extra, you know, dimension now. And uh, I, I I actually think that this week is going to be is is definitely going to be a turning point, and we're going to see a lot of different things now. And I, I I think now it's this week in practice you're you're definitely going to see adjustments. We're not going to hear about it too much, but we're going to see it on the field on a Saturday.
0: And, and, and I think that's what we obviously need and want to hear. I mean, there's no other way to put it than this past Saturday was uh, pretty rough to watch, obviously.
1: Yeah, actually, it, it was rough to watch. But honestly, to the point, too, of, of, of actually rewatching the game, it shows you where you need to work, um, work harder and work better, and and not and just not make mental mistakes. Because this this week, you know, the eight penalties, three turnovers, is mental mistakes, and and we just can't do that. We're better than that, and I think that's what they need to focus on coming into this week.
0: Absolutely agree, and uh, well. Let's, let's go ahead and, and dive into the Georgia State recap. I mean, I think the first thing that I, I want to say is kudos to Georgia State. They are a lot better than I thought they were. Um, they played a heck of a football game, and they definitely, certainly look like a team that's going to go bowling. Uh, they're in a very tough Sunbelt East, but with the way they played against us, uh, again, I just want to give them credit uh, because they did a heck of a job
1: yeah no they definitely did i mean they uh they 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 really uh they really kept our rushing attack down. Um, we could only get fifty yards, and that was that's that's a very that's a very crucial part of our offense. And uh, and GSU's uh, defense, I, I I gotta commend them. I mean, their their front four did their job, and, and it just made it easier for their linebackers and their defensive backs. And um, you know, and and they, they are they, they were the team that did not make mental mistakes. Yeah, in in the beginning of the game. You know, I was like, "Wow, we're actually, you know, our defense is pretty strong." You know, first couple quarters, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, it it really shifted. Like right after, right after halftime, too. Like like before halftime and after halftime is when the whole game just started shifting towards uh, Georgia State because our defense did stop them, and our offense just, you know, that just couldn't do the job. Um, but other than that. You know, yeah, it, it was it was it was rough, but I do commend uh Georgia State for for their for their performance.
0: Absolutely. And the the one thing going into this game where I thought we had a real advantage was our offensive line being more physical, and uh that definitely was not the case Saturday.
1: Yeah, no, our offensive line, like that's that's the one thing I actually I I saw in this game too is like the defense just smacked them in the face, and, and they were just – they were getting bullied. I mean, didn't really give too much time for the quarterback either to, to you know, look at his options. And, you know, it, it was just sacks, and, uh, and, you know, it was just bad play. And it almost seemed like, you know, they mentally um, – they just – once they got smacked around mentally, it just they were just their 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 whole mind game was out of the game, and it, it was it was so it was bad to watch because I was like, guys, you know, no matter how much you smack around, you got to hit your defense lower, and and the and the defense was hitting them <laughs> hitting them good.
0: That that they were, <clears throat> and, and you, I know you and I have both had com- this conversation with our good friend Pete Kalen about uh, pete's brought up a great point to me and to you about uconn was the most talked about six win team in college football from the standpoint of uh, the potential of conference realignment this offseason and how they could potentially be a power five program and all this and that and and pete made a good point to us and and i absolutely agree with this that these teams are going to want to hit us in the mouth because they want to prove that that we're not the only team that should be talked about in this light. So we got a target on our chest, that's for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, I, Pete, I mean, he he gave me goosebumps when he said that cuz I was like, "Man, that's a 100 I 100% agree with this, and I never thought of it until he brought it up." And I was thinking, "Yeah, these other these other schools are going to come out and want to kill us." I mean they, they they will want to beat us down and um, you know it's it, and of course these other teams too are saying it's really not fair just because they have a Yukon brand doesn't mean anything. And a lot of the fans too outside of Yukon, of they even say they only went, you know, they only had really one good season. So why so, so why are they being talked about? And I, I think now yeah, exactly, you know these <laughs> these other schools, uh, no matter what, Sunbelt or or Mac or whatever, they're 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 going to try to you know prove their prove their case and uh, and yeah, I I think you know UConn, I, I think now UConn just going to have to you know understand that and say, oh man, you know, we we got to play harder, we we really do.
0: One hundred percent, and and it's going to be a week in week out thing. Like FIU is going to come in this week and try to do the same exact thing. Um, they're but we'll get to the FIU preview shortly. But shifting back to this game, I, I'm, I mean, I, it's very apparent the slow start that we had. When when we have slow starts offensively, we get behind the eight ball pretty quickly.
1: Yes, yes, we yes we sure do. And the thing is, too, like I looked at this game. Um. You know, if, if, if Roberson with Roberson's, you know, a few touchdowns, if we could have gotten that in the first quarter, you know, we would have went up, you know, fourteen seven fourteen zero whatever. But this whole this whole score could have been the other way around um, if we made the proper adjustments. And this game, we, we, we definitely saw that the, that the, there was, the adjustments weren't there and now it, it, it shows us, Hey, you know we can't just play this one style. We got to adjust to every single team now, and um, I think, you know, like 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 we said before uh, with UConn, you got to either get a field goal or a touchdown every quarter. If you don't do that, you know, of course you're not going to win the game, and that's just that's just how this game
0: went. One hundred percent. I mean, like you said, we've said it before. We'll say it again. We need to score first and we need to score every quarter and if we're not doing that we're, we're not really built to have success and win that way um it, it, it's it's just it's played out too many times over the past year and a half let's say and uh it, it's very clear that we we need to start quickly and let, I, I agree with what you were saying with the adjustment aspect. We we failed to make some key adjustments in this game, and I, I I'm never ever going to call out anyone uh, because I'm a former coach myself, and I, I that's not how I am. But we we need to do a better job with that. And and I firmly believe that 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 this coaching staff needs. Needs to be on the same page and I think this week they'll get there. I think that there's Adjustments that have been made on, on that front and uh, I I think people are gonna start heading in the right direction
1: Yes, I, I believe so too, uh, you know like like we mentioned uh, off-air, you know the having having up-and-coming coaches also Coach Moore took that risk, and uh, you know sometimes, sometimes up and coming coaches, you just have to, they they just don't have that experience like a like a coach Moore or like a, even a coach Pagano, you know. And I I think Coach Pagano actually came in too to help some of these mentor some of these younger coaches. And I think now, you know, Coach Moore is going to mentor, um, you know, some of the offensive side and Pagano's really going to mentor the defensive side now mm-hmm. and just show them, you know, this is the type of thing that we have to do better and actually point point simple stuff out. And once they do that, I think this coaching staff is a really good coaching staff and once they understand and once they have a good flow on how they actually want to, you know, attack again, we're going to we're we're going to we're going to see a big difference in this team.
0: I absolutely agree. <clears throat> I, I will speak from experience here. I got my first head coaching opportunity when I was 23 years old. Did, did I, did I know what I was, what I was doing? I sure thought I did. That's for sure. I mean, when you're 23, you think, you know, everything and your ego is as big as, as big as the room that you're in. And, and I'll speak to the fact that I, I probably did a poor job coaching my players and my team. We had success. We won games, but we could have been a lot better if I would have set my ego aside and coached less off of emotion or how I was feeling and coached the proper way. And and I feel obviously now as an, uh, that I'm older, I, I definitely do it that way. But it, it, there's a real it's, – it's a real thing. When you're younger, you coach a little bit more off of emotion. And you coach a little bit more off of the fact that you think you know everything. And because I, I I'm personally saying that cause I've been there. So I, I, I can totally, totally say 100% that, that I've been there and I've done that. And, and moving forward, I think we're going to be just fine.
1: Oh yeah. And, and the and same thing with you, Bobby too. I'm sure you felt this way when you're coaching really young is that you had a lot of, that's a lot of responsibility to have at that age, twenty three. Right, and and the thing is, is that people look at you differently too. Like uh, you know, and, and sometimes that ego, the emotion, is because hey, this school could fire me year one they're, because they're because they're the, they 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 might not want to give me another chance. Unlike you know an experienced coach, where if they have a bad year one, they're like okay whatever we'll, we'll change this around so it's a lot of responsibility and that kind of also it kind of makes the flight or fight fight or flight option get there too and it kind of makes you feel uncomfortable at times and and i think that's just part of it also I'm, um i'm not positive if that that's how you felt but i'm i'm thinking that could have been something too
0: oh 100 i mean you're you're coaching every day. I mean, for, for your, your job per se, I mean, be just because you, you feel the need that you've or you feel like you need to prove yourself every day that that's definitely, that's definitely a thing for sure. Um, But yeah, kind of shifting, shifting back to the, the game. I mean, obviously Joe goes down with an injury, I uh, we've, we've learned now that he's out for the season with a shoulder injury or with a, yeah the shoulder injury. So obviously that's not how you want anyone's season to end. And we feel terrible for Joe and we hope, uh, his surgery and recovery go smooth, smoothly. Um, so, so now we, we turn to Taquan in and, in, in the game against Georgia state and he did some positive things.
1: Yes, he did. Um, I think the second half really proved it. Uh, it proved that the UConn offense is just not one dimensional; it's it's three dimensional monster, and uh, he really did a great job, um, especially with the uh, Clarceus um, touchdown. Um, it was nice because he threw the ball right where should should be, right on the you know outside shoulder pad, and all Clarceus had to do is just you know. To just move to the right position and catch it. And the defensive player just didn't know what to do uh, for GSU. Also, Buckman too had a big game. Um, he was he was thrown to Buckman quite a bit, and uh, and I think that you know he did very well because he you know he he did throw over two hundred you know yards, and you know he had two touchdowns of of course one interception, but that's okay. Um, mistakes are mistakes, but you could definitely see the shift. Um, you could see that he's the type of player, also that knows when to risk a throw and when to run. And I think that he's so quick in in the in the in the running game is that he's just gonna be able to just open it up. I kind of, you know, I was I was kind of thinking about it too. Like when I took my morning walk today, I said. Man, if David Pindell was around now in this offense, he would have been way different. I think Roberson could be like a David Pindell, but even better. I, I, I still feel that
0: way. I agree. I think Roberson's going to do some really, really fantastic things in this offense. And and I agree with you. The way he opens it up really can can change things for this offense. And I think the number one thing that he brings is his leadership aspect. And, and and I know for a fact from talking with some of the guys that just how respected he is in the locker room. And I'm not saying Joe wasn't. That's not what I'm saying by any means. But Taekwond just has that has that it factor when it comes to being a leader that guys gravitate towards. And and I really feel that the locker room and the team are going to respond in a really, really good way this week and moving forward under his leadership at the quarterback position.
1: Yes, I, I believe so too. Uh, I know Joe, he, he did, he did, you know, he, he tried, he tried to get the job done. Of course, injuries, he's an energy, injury injury. Um, but you know, it's it's like it's like when, whenever you bring in somebody new, you know sometimes it's a shock. But with Roberson, he's already been there for a few years now, so he's already been in the system. So the guys, I, I feel like it it probably was a split locker room. I'm thinking, um, but Roberson, he's I, I I think I think the offense looked a tad better, um, you know, way better actually um, when he came in the game and. Uh, and no, no offense to Joe. He did a great job, uh, especially coming in from from an FCS program like Maine, and 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 just being thrown into you know into the starting role in like FBS uh, you know program. And and you know your your first few games is going be is really rough. You know, rough opponents to play. So yeah, it's just it's just you know command. I I think the command now is going to be a tad different. And I'm just thinking, you know, it's just going to be – all around it's just going to be different. It's going to feel good for, uh, for fans too.
0: Absolutely. And, and I think you bringing up the fans, I think that we, we have to continue to support this team. The season's not over. We still have opportunities to do some great things. I know you and I both firmly believe that this team is still is going bowling. They're going to get to bowl eligibility. There's still plenty of opportunities on the schedule for them to have success, and it starts this week against FIU. Yes,
1: I totally agree. Uh, the worst we can do for the season is 6-6 six and six or 7-5, and five, right? And the best is 8-4. I, I, we, we firmly believe that. Um, I still firmly believe that. I know it's going to rain this weekend, but if anybody – I know season ticket holders got discounted uh, prices on the next five – yeah, next five, no, not next five games, the next few games, um, at home. And, uh, if you guys need that discount code for me, I'll, I'll gladly send it to you so everybody can get tickets.
0: Absolutely. I mean, we got to, absolutely. We got to keep supporting this team. These guys need it. They deserve it. They're going to, they're still going to come out and do some great things for us and for the program, for the university. And, uh one thing to conclude from the Georgia State game was, or I, I think that we should hit on Justin is the rush defense, and uh, I guess the other thing we can include with that is the still the issues with miss tackling. I saw a stat today um, that we are uh, the worst right now in the country when it comes to miss tackle percentage at, about 23% last year, we were one of the better teams at only 16%. So that, that's a big difference, and in, in it's shown in our play this season.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, we're not – our defense, it doesn't matter where – on in, in all three levels. The one thing is why we're, getting, we're having missed tackles and we're having really bad missed tackles is because they're not wrapping up. Last year, they wrapped up and they drove in the guy. This year, they're trying to arm tackle these guys. You just can't do that.
0: Absolutely. And, and you can look at the fact that Ian Swenson and Brandon Boyer-Randall, those were two huge key guys in our defense. And, and you can definitely tell that they're missed.
1: Yes, yes. I. It, you, you could definitely tell. Um, Noah Plack has been doing a very good job, though, mm-hmm. Um He's been actually, I feel like the the most active linebacker compared to Jackson Mitchell. Uh, Jackson Mitchell, yeah, he had some missed tackles and stuff, but he's he's still he's still producing. And, I, and Noel Plaque's doing a great job, but yeah, you you are missing, you know, Ian Swenson and uh, and Randall because those guys, I think they all complemented each other. And um, this year, I think in linebacker position too, I think they're just trying to get to know each other a little bit and. Uh, it's a little rocky, but I think it's going to get better.
0: I think so, too. I, I, it, it's There's a lot of new faces there, younger guys, some younger guys, too. So, I mean, it, it it's going to take a little time to gel there.
1: Yes, exactly. And it's going to take time to gel. Also, our defensive line, what I really see in these first two games, too. Remember last year with, like, uh, you know, our defensive lineman can get right in there for a sack or it could just, like, you know, just get in there, just get up the field and get a nice tackle. Um, this year they're getting double-teamed a lot because a lot of people have respect on them now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you're you, that's that's why you're seeing a lot of breakout runs, too, because a lot of the big, you know, like Jelani Stafford, I saw he was getting double-teamed. Uh, Wilkins, I believe Wilkins Jr. was in the game for a little bit, too. um they were all getting double teamed, so of course that kind of hurts the middle. Um, What I saw the most too is that our linebackers, uh, they shifted, they had Noah Plack in the middle, and then they shifted the other two, uh, Mitchell and Brown uh, to the other side of the field, so uh, of course, you know, it was kind of tough there because our, our front four were just getting manhandled by their, you know, GSU's offensive line too, so I think I, I I think this game, you know, it, this game it was it was just a lot of, a lot of, mental, 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 mental mistakes, and it it, it just it just took a toll on them, <laughs> and of course defensive backs too.
0: You know, it, it was like, come on guys, we could do better than this. So, right, and, and and I think that this game, this past game, is one of those that you take the film and you throw it away. Sometimes you have those games and, uh, this one was one of those. And so I, I think it's just, we, just, we need to remember and then just move on from it and, uh, just yep. be better this week. Go want to know this week. That's what we got to focus on.
1: Exactly. New season now, new season, yep. new, new everything.
0: Absolutely. So I'll I'll begin the dive into the FIU Panthers here. Um, they are two and one. They've won two games in a row. They started off week zero. Um, they played. They went to conference foe Louisiana Tech, and they were up most of the game despite only throwing for four yards in the entire game. Um, their quarterback for that game, Grayson James, was five for fourteen for four yards passing. Um, pretty amazing statistic there. But uh, he has since he he uh, I believe was injured, and uh, Keon Jenkins took over in their second their other two games, um, where they won they they defeated Maine by two, and then last week they put up a ton of points against North Texas, um, so interesting there because North Texas was a bold team last season, so a good win for FIU but north texas defense is absolutely atrocious um, as cal put up a million points on them as well um, and we saw last week when cal played auburn albeit albeit sec defense uh, they had a very tough time scoring so I, I i i tend to believe that it's more of an issue for north texas than fiu's offense is just this high-powered juggernaut because in the first two weeks they absolutely struggled offensively uh, but their quarterback Keon Jenkins, like I said, he's played the last two games, started them, won both games, so he's two and zero. He's thirty-five for sixty-two passing the ball for five hundred eighty-three yards. He's got three touchdowns and three picks. So I mean, he's definitely a guy that will that that can make some mistakes throwing the football when he's got some pressure on him. So I firmly believe that if our defensive line and our linebackers can get some pressure on him, we're going to have some success there getting some interceptions by our dbs and i, I really think that, that that's something that we can key on in this game getting pressure on the quarterback it, it is going to be key for us uh, to have some success looking at their uh running game the running back shamari lawrence has uh 38 carries for 254 yards nearly a seven yard average um so he's a talented guy who breaks off some big runs he's got a long of 67 on the season he's got two touchdowns and then one of their other running backs uh key john owens 101 yards on 10 carries over a 10 yard average of course has three touchdowns on the year along a long of 47 so they've got some big plays in the running game um, so those are guys to key on and then their top receiver uh realistically well, he's not their only guy i don't want to say that but chris mitchell 17 catches 297 yards three he's got all three touchdowns all three receiving touchdowns on the season 17 a half yard average so he's a g- pretty good deep threat has a 62 yarder on the year and then dean patterson has uh, 159 yards receiving almost uh, ba- basically a 20 yard average so they got two guys that can be deep threats there so we got to we got to kind of look at that moving forward in this game, that, that they could look to attack us and uh, do some things there. Um, they do not have a good pass defense. Louisiana Tech threw for well over 300 yards. North Texas threw for a ton of yards against them. Um, this is a game where we need to assert our will um, with our strengths being on the offensive and defensive lines, and just dominate them from the get go. And, and I firmly believe that we can do that, and I firmly believe that we will do that. So, Justin, I'd love to hear your thoughts heading into this game.
1: Yeah, um, I'm the one. The this is the one team that UConn's playing this year that the quarterback isn't like a. Isn't like he's a he's a Russian quarterback, but he's not like he had a bunch of yards, right? Right. So that's so that's kind of a saving grace for us. Um, but one thing that I'm really looking they they can they could be a high octane offense. So what our defense needs to do is they can't have pen, they can't have eight penalties, and they can't have you know. Uh, they, they they just can't be burned either on the outsides. They they have to protect the middle of the field because their rushing attack is going to be. I'm I'm thinking they're going to they're just going to try to rush against us because any team in the nation now is like oh UConn can't can't you know stop a rush mm-hmm. you know even a quarterback rush. So this is the game. I think what we have to do is we have to adjust. We have to be very active. On the uh, defensive line, defensive linemen have to clog the holes. If they can clog the holes, and the running back has to be forced outside, um, I actually think that we can stop them there. Uh, quarterback play too. We see their quarterback; he can he can throw the ball. And uh, so, what we have to do is we have to our defensive backs. And our linebackers have to be ready. They can't let anybody. They can't have our our cornerbacks especially. I I've, I've been seeing these guys. They're they're, they're given they're they're up the field way too far up the field. They have to put more pressure on the wide receivers, um, because most of these games the, the other team was having a comfortable you know a comfortable fifteen twenty yard pass you know. So we have to we have to adjust on our you know defense. Offensively though. Um, I actually think we can we can definitely produce um, against uh, FIU's defense. So I I actually think as long as we play up to our potential, this game can go definitely our way.
0: One hundred percent. And we played this team last year. We we beat them pretty good at their place. But we we can't look at it like that. And I and I think UConn fans will understand that. I mean, we need to look at ourselves and what we're coming off of i mean we definitely need to get back on track here and, and i agree with you with what you just said i mean i think our offense can really do some things against their defense I, I i think we can run against them uh if the weather is going to be as bad as it seems like it may be with a lot of rain where I, I could see us definitely doing that i i, I personally think and, and, and I know I've talked to a couple other people about this as well, like we have to utilize the screen game more. Um, we need to utilize Cam Ross in the screen game. We need to utilize uh, Devontae Houston, Victor Rosa, Justin Jolie, even Brian Bruton. I mean, we got a, even Burns at the wide receiver position. We got a lot of different guys who are very quick that can do some really good things out of the screen game and I think if we're able to do that, it's going to open up our passing game even more. And as we've seen, Taquan can can throw the football. He's an accurate passer. If we're able to open that up even more, I think the sky could be the limit for this offense.
1: Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, like screen plays too. We, we we can't we can't be slow on those either. We can't have mm-hmm. a slow development on those plays. We got to you know you, you, you got to have a quick mindset, okay, boom, let's do it. Um, and I, I think, too, like rushing last week also, um, why it was so down, the pass-off between the quarterback and the running back was so slow. I swear it was like five seconds. It felt like that to me. And I, I think when you're passing off to a running back, you've got to pass off quick. There, It's almost like a delayed, like a delayed handoff, and I, I really didn't care for that. So what we have to do is we have to just hit hard, hit the gaps hard, um, ha- definitely use screenplays and uh, and definitely just we we have a lot of we have a lot of strengths to our offense. So now we have to utilize that more. And uh, like like I told you before too, this is a great game. I know we're re- I know we're trying to redshirt uh, freshmen, but some of them too that that you, you, you can have a freshman play four games until and, and after that it burns their redshirt year, right? So we definitely have games this year too, like FIU, that we could see like a Zach Drotty maybe, you know, and uh, it'd be kind of fun. It'd be kind of fun and I'm hoping too that we can use three backs. If we can use three backs, that would be nice, um, especially with uh, Cam Edwards too, because Cam Edwards had a great spring. Um, haven't seen him yet. But I, I, would, I would like to see you know, like a, like a Houston Victor Rosa and Cam Edwards uh, in this game uh, because then their defense would not know who, who is who is who, and we we kind of mess with them a little bit. So I, I, think this game we can mess with FIU a lot. I,
0: I, I think so too, and it, it comes down to our mindset heading into this game and where 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 we're at, and and I think. I think they're going to be fine. I know there's some people talking down about them and everything. And I just hope that our guys aren't listening to that. And I don't think they are. I think we're going to be just fine. I think these guys, are they're motivated. Obviously, they want to get things right and get back on track. And I think this is the week to do it.
1: Oh, yeah, most definitely. This is the week that... You show all those doubters that hey no we're for real and this when we're turning around right now we, and they, they have to because you know they they need to you know it's it's not and a lot of the fans too you know they they're hard because they're used to all these other sports that you don't need that many athletes to, to, to turn a season around or turn a year around or turn a team around right So with football it, no matter, no matter what. It hurts, like when 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 you when you get hit on the field, it hurts you, and it, it it really hurts. And these opponents are, oh, we should win this game. It's not that easy. If anybody ever played football, you could play against the worst team in your schedule, and they will play you like they're they're the number one team in the whole you know country almost. So, football uh, it, it, football's a tough game, but I I think I think. If, the the people that played the sport, I think they're the ones that don't really have much doubt going forward. They, they they understand and that and they're they're the positive ones. So hopefully that everybody else can get that same point. And we you know like 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 we said before, we need fans to show up, rain or shine. If it's raining, we have a beautiful concourse that you can stand under. Uh, this game, we definitely need a loud crowd.
0: Absolutely the guys need our support they need it bad and 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 we saw how what that did in the home opener against NC State I mean having having that crowd there really helped our guys play a a pretty solid football game I mean NC State's a good football team obviously and and, and we we played a solid game And in in and I think moving forward, like we've heard Coach Mora and a lot of the players say, like it's important to have that fan support. So we got to get there, and we got to support our guys.
1: Oh yeah, yep, it's very important. And what's nice about the rent too is, is the field is almost on top of the on top. Of, I mean the, not the field, the 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 um, seating. Is like almost on top of the field like it, it's just a weird because it echoes a lot. It, it, it's great And if we have a lot of uh, you know fan noise crowd noise that makes a huge difference in the game and uh, and at the rent even if you only have like I, I, I Don't want to sound crazy, but if, if you only have like 5,000 people it can get pretty loud still
0: Absolutely and and again like looking at FIU they struggled passing the football week one. Then they new quarterback comes in. They do a much better job with throwing the football. It and and like I said, with the change that they made to Jenkins at quarterback, he threw for two hundred ninety two yards against Maine. And Mitchell, their leading receiver, had two hundred and one of that two hundred ninety two. So, I mean, Mitchell at receiver is definitely a guy we got to key on. Last week, they had 291 yards passing, and Mitchell had 94 of those yards. So, and, and, and I know the coaching staff is keying on him, but we have to know where number 10 is at all times on the football field. Chris Mitchell is has proven already that he's a pretty darn good wide receiver, and uh, we got to know where he is, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, and if, if if you knock out those those you know uh, key players, they don't really have much to fall back on. So you know, I think I think you're truly right there. Um, you know, why, especially wide 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 receivers, we gotta stay on top of those guys because we could get burnt. And um, and I actually think that you know both teams making changes at quarterback, we're almost in the same position. Um, so it's actually going to be kind of Fun to watch because how much game film do these two teams, you know, really have on these, you know, two newer quarterbacks for each for for each team? It's going to be kind of interesting to see how both teams attack, and uh, it's going to be very interesting. And I hope that you know everybody enjoys. And I'm hoping that you know UConn comes out with a strong victory.
0: Absolutely, and again, it's it, this is this is a big one. It's a big one because it's our next game. Uh, so great opportunity to get back on track for the UConn Huskies here against FIU I, I think it's pretty clear to say that this is a must-win game for us
1: Yes, a must-win game in and in a very Once you win one at home, it's definitely going to trickle down to, to, to more wins and we have three straight games at home So this is like the perfect time Huskies to get your act in the gear Let's just let's just you know let's let's do it let's do it and um and it's it's easier said than done but you guys got this and 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 you guys definitely uh, let's just turn this ship around
0: absolutely and and I think that or I should say I know that you and I Justin both firmly believe that that will happen this week
1: yes I truly believe I I, I truly believe and you know no matter what happens I I know. UConn football. I'm I'm always going to root for them, no matter what. So, you know, I'm I'm hoping for I'm, ho- I'm hoping for a very strong game and a very strong rest of the season.
0: Absolutely. So, sure. I th- that's that's brought us to the end of our uh, chat today for you about UConn football. So, Justin, let the listeners know where they can follow you.
1: You can follow me on X at uh, Hawkeye282
0: absolutely guys give them a follow and then me personally you can follow at coach underscore b will then of course the podcast account at tnt college foot one hope everybody uh, enjoys this weekend stay safe uh, go huskies and god bless